everybody, and welcome to another episode of Dull Whips and Double Doubles. My name is Ryan Miller, and I'm from Hamilton, Ontario, and this week I'm joined by Ryan in London, Ontario. Hello. Welcome. Uh, I mean, technically in Disney timeline, we're well into the holidays now. <laughs> um, I, I just wanted to to take a chance to, to talk about um, the current holiday experience at uh, at Walt Disney World um and just you know talk about how it's uh, an after hours event um but uh feels a lot like the Christmas party with a with a large price tag so let's jump uh let's jump right into it and uh, so this year uh rather than having a Christmas party we think largely due to the pandemic uh, Disney had made an announcement early on that they were going to do this Disney Very Merriest After Hours event. Um, I think following in the footsteps of their Halloween After Hours event rather than doing a party. Um, it it opens the possibilities because, uh, because they're calling it an After Hours event. It means that um, according to Disney, they have limited number of tickets that they'll sell. And, um, and so that should mean that you can get on more attractions and experiences without wait, without a long wait time. Um, maybe the park is less crowded. Um, it it shouldn't feel like the old Christmas parties did where it felt like there, it, it was just a jam packed day at, at Magic Kingdom, but it was only in, uh, you know, a five hour window. And, uh, and so this Disney Very Merry, Merriest After Hours uh, is a four-hour event that gets held after the park closes, uh, but you can get in a couple of hours early. And um, I, the focus is really not on attractions here. It's the focus on basically, as far as I can tell, pretty much every element of a Christmas party without being a Christmas party. Am I wrong? What am I missing? Gosh, I don't know. Other than, you know, one of the things that I've, you know, been looking at the timing of it in the past, these parties, you used to be able to get in at four and they'd start at seven. Yeah. Now you get in at seven and they start at nine and they're more money. (laughs) Like (laughs) they are significantly more money. (laughs) Yeah. I'm no mathematician, but, uh, you're getting less hours for more more dollars now. <laughs> as you mentioned before, the you know there are going to be less people for this than there were for the previous uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas parties. But I'm not sure how much now. I mean, I guess if the price tag is so steep, you know, it, it deters people from going. It and sort so of automatically certainly... drives down the number of people who will who are willing to yeah. shell out the money. Yeah, and and so for that, you know, it's interesting. I, I mean, yeah, you're still, and actually, you used to get, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you used to have the, the cookie trail, right? Yeah, where you would get cookies uh, at various places that you, and like hot chocolate or cider uh, along with it. And like unique, co- like I shouldn't say unique, but I mean like, you know, like five different cookies and you, they were spread out in five different locations. Yeah, and there's like a, trail, here's a right? sugar cookie and then there's yeah, a ginger snap. Yeah, here's a ginger cookie, and... yeah. Well, it it, it says um, from what I'm reading here that you can chill out with select ice cream novelties and more. So that uh, popcorn, popcorns, beverages, seasonal treats. Yeah, so that is the uh, most of that is 
the stuff that was or is available at after hours events, which is like, Hey, you can have a Mickey ice cream bar or, um, um, you know, popcorn, um, your, your standard pop beverages and and water that's all included with the cost of the event right right and it should be and you can't stuff the ice cream bars down your pants so it's neat you can't take extra ones i don't i mean i don't think they really stop anybody i mean you can't you can't i don't think you can be like hey i want 12 right um that's maybe (laughs) where i get my money back yeah it does say that there is it does say that there is a seasonal treat so i'm sure there is a sugar cookie somewhere with some type of uh mickey sprinkles on it yeah um, i want I, I, i'm not sure and that's something you know if we were there we'd be able to uh to tell you but whether um it's multiple types of cookies or um or whatnot but i also know like typical fashion of the old christmas party there's also treats that you can buy that are christmas themed um that yes. are available for uh for this particular event and uh i mean who's who's gonna go and spend that money when you can get free stuff free quote unquote yeah i mean i think this is again one of those things where you know i can't i was thinking if i was a local maybe if i went you know as a local and i used my dvc or my florida pass or whatever I'm sure there's a, a bit of a markdown. I think I saw ten dollars off for DC. Ten dollars off. No, which is <laughs> I know. Which I kind of laughed when I read that because I was like, "Oh, come well, on!" Even and, even even reading that. Well, and let's be makes... fair. Like even the early the earliest days are always the cheapest. So early November. Yes. Um, the cheapest price for a ticket was 169 U.S. dollars, uh, and it goes up to 249 U.S. dollars, which is a huge a huge gap in there and on average uh most of the nights are 209 to 229 dollars like that's a a massive amount of money for one person i mean i i'm seeing here the december 17th let's say 229 and as a family of four you're looking (laughs) at eight almost nine hundred dollars yeah 900 us you're looking at like over a thousand dollars for four hours for four hours and goodness me guy i like i this is the thing i will say you know we we do i know we we have these episodes where we come out and we're we're a little you know all guns are blazing yeah we're all a little (laughs) but but the one thing i will say is i bet that if we went and we did this there'd be moments where i'd be like man it's not worth it but i have no doubt that when all said and done, I'd be happy that I did it. Again, you know, Ryan and Ryan here come from a luxury in the fact that we've been to Disney lots of times. Yeah. And so we're, we're easier options to pick and choose. So, but you know, if this was my first time and you want, and you had to do it and you had to do Christmas, honestly, you're going to walk away and I'm sure you're going to love it. Yeah. I, I think at some point, um, the price prohibits you from enjoying it. A certain level and i wonder if this is the price point i mean <laughs> you know i will tell you you know five or six years ago you know these parties were 79 dollars or 89 dollars yeah i don't know how you can i don't know how you can justify 150 dollars markup and get 150 dollars extra well for less hours and uh, so my question i guess for you would be um is this really 
geared towards so like the old christmas party was kind of like everybody uh yeah it started at seven which meant that families could go and even if they didn't make it to midnight or one o'clock they would still have a good chunk of time to to experience things um starting at nine o'clock is this the kind of thing that is not meant for families and it's really sort of targeting either you know um a couple people who are in their 20s or 30s or um you know or people who aren't traveling with their kids who are happy to go because it's after hours they can maybe ride some rides and uh and experience things maybe without the crowds yeah and i mean i i think it's i think you're absolutely correct i'm not sure this is I mean, it's Disney, and so, you know, you want to see a shopping district at 10 o'clock at night filled with strollers, go to Disney Springs. It's yeah. the craziest thing in the world. People on their vacation, you know, want to get as much bang for their buck, and so their kids are up all hours, and, you know, that leads to meltdowns and all that other kind of stuff. Well, but, I was going to ask, because, like, for you, even with your kids who are, uh, I mean, still kids. Um, yeah. Yeah. Would they making it to uh, one o'clock in the morning? Like, is well, that I, I will tell you, the, the oldest child has to sing at Christmas uh, service this year at 11 o'clock at night. And we're already dreading it because he's never <laughs> stayed up past 10. So, you know, that's I don't like for me, you know, I look at this and, and uh, yeah, it's funny. I look at the photos and there's all these parents holding their kids and they're like, you know, looking at the snope and the, which is the snow, the Disney pipes on the street, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, looking at the, you know, and princess purchase memory maker and it brings the holidays and these family photos. And that's amazing. And, and, and honestly, like there's gonna be lots of families who have fun, but I don't think I could do it. I, the only way you could do it is if you could convince my kids to have a nap on vacation. And <laughs> I, I've never been able to do that. Um, yeah, I just, and for the price, you know, so but that's what I was going to say though, is going back to the Disney Springs experience there's a lot of people who will still bring their kids. There's right. a lot of people who are going to be like, you know what? This is it. This is a one-off. I think the only way it's doable is if, you know, you do it on, you know, and then you have the whole next day off and you're fine with sleeping. You're fine. <laughs> you know, maybe that's your Disney Springs day or the pool day or whatever. Yeah. Again, I think it's a really uh, pricey experience. I personally wouldn't do it with my kids, but I also don't think that Lauren and I would go either. I really don't. I don't think that we could justify five hundred dollars for yeah i mean even for two hours for two people looking at you know 450 us that's that's a, a large amount i feel like expectations would already be high and um lauren and i have talked about in the past because we've been to a couple after hours events the it, pre-pandemic um and those the ones that were just geared towards okay this is after hours to get on attractions with low wait times. And it was an incredible experience, but I feel like if I were paying 450 us dollars, uh, which we didn't for the old after hours events, um, you would go into it being torn because not only are you supposed to have access to all the attractions with low wait times, but there's also, christmas stuff happening like from the party and yeah <laughs> and well you'd want to you'd want to experience all of that and and how do you prioritize like 
if you're spending that kind of money, you almost want both. Yeah, right? for sure. You want to like have the Christmas experience and have the low wait times, but it you can't in a four hour span. You just you can't. I don't think. I don't think you can hit enough rides to make you feel like you got the bang for your buck. And I don't think you can get enough of the surprises. So, uh, and I'm sure we'll go into detail more about them, but like, you know, the, the parade or, or the, the shows. So, uh, you know, you just, yeah, I, I mean, I always, I think my, my famous phrase is, well, let's see what they learn from this. And maybe, you know, I also always say the market will bear what the market will bear. I mean, there's <laughs> lots of sold out. There's lots of sold out shows, and maybe they are going. Maybe to they a have very capped it. Limited. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's a very limited uh, capacity, and and for that, those who spend that money, maybe they can get on, you know, twelve rides, and you know, get cookies and popcorn and cider, and you know, watch a parade and see fireworks, and you know, they're home at one in the morning, and they're feeling great. I just, <laughs> to me, it seems like there's a lot of things that would have to go right for you to have the the experience that I would justify that money for. Absolutely. Um, I, I do think, uh, so in talking about what's available during, during the party or sorry, during the after hours event, um, it does feel a lot like the Christmas party with just like different names here or there. So obviously they still have characters, um, character sightings uh because the way that disney has sort of reopened things is you can see characters can't hug characters and and sort of interact that way um they'll still have their musical groups singing um i think they've just tweaked the names a little bit which i i find a little bit funny um whether they were planning on doing that or or if it's just so that they can go oh we don't have the same people from the party it's okay uh but I think the the thing for me, the thing that gets me is the fact that um, there's there's not even any hiding it. Um, they they have Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade, which is the exact same parade that happens during the parties, uh, and then it's followed by later in the evening Minnie's Wonderful Christmas Time Fireworks Show, which is the same one that they debuted for the parties in 2019. It feels like forever ago, but <laughs> yeah, it won. It was, it, yeah, it was just, that was the first, uh, right after the, the, right before the pandemic, but right after they debuted the new Halloween. Yeah. The same, uh, same thing, show. both in the same yeah. year. And uh, don't get me wrong. Those fireworks are phenomenal. Absolutely. When we saw them, it was incredible. Uh, the Minnie's wonderful Christmas time fireworks show is like so memorable. I, I really, just appreciated how the sheer volume of fireworks and how well they were done with uh, with the music. Mickey's Once Upon a, a Christmas Time Christmas Time Parade. Um, if you've been to the Christmas parties, maybe that's the thing that you skip. But I feel like if you're spending that much money, you're gonna want to see them regardless. And uh, I I think yeah, we, we talk about being torn. But for me, it's it's the fact that okay, that to me, the normal parade and normal fireworks signifies that it should be a party. Um, it just has a larger price tag because it has this added twist to it where um, it's an after hours event. So you can do that, but also get on attractions um, with short wait times. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, 
I'm still surprised that, you know, you can't do, you know, that they're not letting people in at four. Because even <laughs> yeah. if you said, even if you said, well, you're coming in at four, but the party doesn't start till nine, I'd be like, okay, I'm, I'm getting, getting a day. I'm getting it right. I'm getting, you know, half of a day at the park as well as seeing the party. But now it's at seven. Like to me, it's just, it's a little like give an inch, take a mile kind of thing, Disney. You know, like you're clawing back three hours from the past. And I mean, I never noticed them have too much issues, you know, getting people out, you know, those who had paid, you know, stuck around and those who didn't, they kind of ushered away. <laughs> um, so I don't know if that's maybe there's a bit of that that they want to ensure. I'm, I mean, um, I would also say that if it's a normal park day, uh, they currently still have park, no park hopping before what, two o'clock. Yeah. So if you have a whole bunch of people park hopping to two o'clock, you can't then let in a whole other group of people at four o'clock. It'll feel incredibly crowded at that point. So seven o'clock, you know, most people have probably petered out and, um, and kind of go. Well, that's there. what I was going to say. If you've bought this ticket or even if you haven't, and I bet you that window between four and seven will be kind of a weird, funky, you know, influx of, or, or yeah. Why did it get busier all of a sudden? <laughs> right. Uh, or, or the conversely, you'll have people who, you know, are leaving. Cause like, Ugh, I don't want to be here. The crowds are going <laughs> to, by the time everyone and, shows up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, five and six could be a great time to go ride Peter Pan and some rides that, uh, you know, are typically busy. So, um, again, I, I don't think the price tag is there. That being said, I, uh, wish that I had a budget in which allowed me to go because if I did, <laughs> then you know, and I could justify it, then I know I'd have a great time. It is wonderful, um, you know the the experiences of these parties are really special. It's a whole unique thing. It's not like a typical day at the park. There's lots of cool things to see and do, and if you love Christmas, this is the one. Um, again, I just am I'm, I'm a little saddened. Um, that we've decreased the hours, not even of the party, just of, of the ticket admission. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know, uh, for me, if I were, if it were just about the attractions, you'd go, okay, four hours, it's not long, but it's enough that I can, you know, do a fair amount. Uh, if all I'm doing is just trying to go on every ride and there's a short wait time for, for each, um, like I said, I think when you're adding in the the other Christmas stuff, it just it allows Disney the opportunity to maybe get more people in than a normal after hours event would be, uh, because you can justify it by saying, well, we'd expect so many people to be riding rides and then we expect so many people to be, you know, standing waiting for the parade and that sort of thing. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I'm. I, I'm jealous that people get to go see the parade this year. So I guess, I guess there's that. I mean, there's also the performance at Cinderella castle. Um, I, I think it's funny because, uh, so they talk about, uh, talk about it being a brilliant holiday performance inspired by, uh, holiday shows of the past, including Mickey's twas the night before Christmas celebrate the season and Mickey's most merriest celebration. Um, and they've jumbled it all together into this uh, castle show called Mickey and Minnie's Very Merry Memories. And I wonder, <laughs> like, if anybody will remember 
parts of it or if they could have just gotten away with doing something <laughs> something different or uh or just rehashing everything back again i don't think uh i don't really know why you would mash up uh previous shows when you're already doing the parade and and the fireworks you might as well do the one that you would be expecting for for the christmas party well it'd be interesting to see uh how the mashup goes you know i'm kind of uh kind of imagining of, of it being just really chunky where people are like oh now this is where we're going to this <laughs> and show now we've stopped uh, and now right? we're on to the next one yeah so uh yeah i agree i do wonder what what the thought process is i mean obviously everything's about flow when it comes to these type of nights they want to get people to stop and and you know so that there's not everybody on space mountain or or wherever <laughs> yeah they want to so there's a bit about spreading out the capacity but uh yeah i mean that again that's that is i will say right now and correct me if i'm wrong ryan that is not where i would be spending my 125 dollar hour um is watching that show <laughs> like the parade for sure if i'm going to spend this money and i'm going to spend that evening i'll see the parade i'll watch the fireworks i'll get some treats i will go and uh go on some rides i will not stop and meet characters and i will not be watching that show <laughs> i think that's fair um that's i mean that's probably a good place to uh to leave it there um just talking about it as something that, I mean, obviously we wish we could go, uh, and, and be there. I don't know if the 200 plus dollar price price tag is worth seeing it snow on main street, but it, it, that is a really magical experience, um, that I would probably hope, you know, for the future, I, I guess, you know, one of the lingering questions that I have is, is this the future of Christmas? at Walt Disney world, or do you think they'll go back to the parties the way that they used to be? I mean, the cynic in me will say whatever makes the most money. That's true. I mean, I guess and, yeah. if it comes down to the bottom line and we don't necessarily know what no. those numbers are, so uh, we can only guess. And I guess we'll get our answer in about 12 months. Yeah. I would imagine that, if you, if if they sell out these two twenty nines, you got less less cast members need to be employed if you have less people. Yeah. Less. I'm. I, this is a good question. Are they going to do one parade or two parades? I would guess one. But, but I haven't seen it. Two in the in the Christmas uh, in, party. Yeah. They used to do two. So all that stuff, I think, goes into the bottom line. Um, and and again, I I hope that this is outliers like these experiences in Halloween are outliers because of hopefully the pandemic wrapping up and next year we can kind of see a bit of an iteration that we remember from years past. Um, obviously we won't know. My hope is that that's what will happen. My fear is that what will happen is they've taken something that was kind of a pilot and it made them more money than the past experiences. And they say, wait a second, we found something. Let's stick with this. <laughs> If that's the case, then there'll be no more after hour parties for Ryan in London. Yeah. Uh, it looks like they do run it twice. Nine forty-five, right off the hop, and uh, oh and twelve oh five. I can't even imagine nudging my kids at nine forty-five. 
Hey, Can you up, think you even worse than twelve oh five? Oh no, kidding! I feel like as a oh. as a performer, you'd need to be nudged at twelve oh five. It's like, oh, oh I got to put the smile on and, and dance. It's <laughs> after midnight. That's it. Hook the jolt jolt cola into my veins. <laughs> I need to. Uh, gosh, yeah, no. Uh, again, you know, this is uh, grumpy dad's talking here, and uh, <laughs> um, but honestly, it it will be magical, and both of us would be lying if we told you we didn't want to be going. So yeah. Um, for a slightly lower price tag yeah yeah for half the price frankly (laughs) um and uh yeah so again if you can do it if you can swing it and you're fine with the money you're going to have an amazing time there's no doubt in my mind uh we'd love to hear from you if you're interested in uh which which would you prefer do you prefer the old Christmas parade uh Christmas party that maybe was a little bit busier than you were hoping it would be uh or do you think, do you like the sound of the after hours event that has the elements of Christmas, um, but also rides and a higher price tag? Uh, would you be willing to spend that money? Um, head over to our Facebook and Instagram pages and let us know in the comments, um, which you would prefer, um, because you know, we can be curmudgeons about it, but, uh, but if we're wrong, we're wrong. And, uh, and yeah, we'd love to hear what your opinions are on that. Um, but yeah, in the meantime, we want to thank you so much for joining us. And on behalf of myself, Ryan and Ryan, we're the double doubles. You've been listening to Dole Whips and Double Doubles. Thanks so much for listening. And we look forward to you joining us again next time. Bye.